Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique, my co-host Vince, and we have a special Navy I'm loving this episode. <laughs> Special Navy uh, invites and guests to our show today. We're going to be talking about what they're doing in the community, what they're doing in their business and leadership. So Vince, I'll let you introduce. Well, definitely. It's my pleasure. You know, I'm Air Force, but nothing against the sea, lands of the sea. But I just want to say we are here back on our nation's tour. We are now at Falls Creek, Wisconsin to speak with Kyle and Mel Nices. Sure. Thank you, Vince and Enrique. So NavyPaddles.com, uh, a great, exciting opportunity for us that uh, just kind of landed in our lap. We didn't necessarily search this out. Um, I, re- I separated from the military in 2012. And at that time, there wasn't much of an economy for someone getting out of the military, especially in the Midwest. Um, but I had been doing paddles for my commands since 2007. And so from 2007 to 2012, we had just done paddles. He was the paddle guy. Yeah. His office looked like a paddle shop, 550 cord rolls everywhere, paddles stacked up on the couch, all kinds of stuff. So we were doing paddles for the service members and we got into nonprofit organizations. There was a couple nonprofit organizations that we worked with and uh, they used them for their centerpieces and for fundraising um, for their, their benefits. Yeah. Um, so then 2012 rolls around, I get out and we embark on uh, building or refurnishing, refurbishing a 1930s farmhouse. In the Midwest. In the Midwest, yep. So- Hold on. It was quite a transition yeah. from a San Diego girl to move to the Midwest. It was like oh, yeah. coming to a whole nother country. I needed a passport to come here. Um, socially, it was very different. Yeah. Weather was completely ridiculous. Yeah. Snow, he told me, oh, it's like snowing maybe four months of the year. That is so not true. <laughs> seven, six to seven months, it's white everywhere. And that is not my preference. So there was a, there was a lot of um, transitioning for both of us going on yeah for both of us yeah me getting out of the military which you know after a 22 year career you build a lot of norms and then for her transitioning to the midwest we both were caught off guard in many respects but luckily uh the paddles just searched us out and so that first year i was just doing paddles off to the side while while rebuilding a farmhouse that we now live in. Correct. And then I went on a, a shed hunting trip out to Arizona and Nevada, picking up elk antlers. And I said, hey, can you just check my cell phone? Because at that time there were no smartphones yet. There was just a cell phone inbox voicemail. with voicemail. Mm-hmm. I said, can you just check my voicemail because I'm gonna be off grid. And there was just people that knew him from the military that would call him up, hey, Lieutenant Isaac, are you still making paddles? You know, I, I moved to a new command and I want to get one for one of the guys retiring or my CEO is retiring. We want to get him a special gift. You still do those. So that's who was reaching out to you at that time. Just people that he knew 
um, that he'd already made paddles for while he was still in the military. And so I came back to 30 paddles waiting for me to be wrapped. And at, then at that time, she jumped in and said, hey, why don't we build a, a website? And so Melinda built our first website. Mm -hmm. And that's where it all just started to take off. And, and we've been doing this ever since. Yeah. Outstanding story. And I, I could uh, echo the fact that, hey, when we get out, we're trying to figure out what it is we're about to do. Um, not so often does the paddle or the actual employment find you. Uh, but we're often trying to figure out where we're going to be, what type of work we want to be in. And it's so nice to hear that things align, even in the midst of so much transition, because I feel you, right? I, I spent a lot of time in San Diego and San Diego is no Montana, uh, Wisconsin, <laughs> no, no Colorado, no, no mountains, no area ever. Uh, so, but tell us about Navy paddle as it is, how, you know, where you, you started with these conversations of, hey, are you still doing this to the website? Now take me on the journey of where it's come. So in eight years, we've we're, we're out of the basement. Yeah, we're out of the basement. Our business took over the basement. Yep. And then it grew too big to fit in there. We had employees, you know, we're stepping all over each other. There was no room. Shipping department took over, you know, the production area. It was just a mess. So we had to grow. So we have a 32 by 48 production facility slash office that's on our property that I renovated um, that now is where Navy Paddles does production, not production of the actual paddles and other military yeah. memorabilia. Just, yeah, just the final assembly, uh, wrapping, shipping, and customer service is in a 32 by 48 uh, um, office building with the shipping department. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's where we've grown it to. And it's worked out very nicely in these times because we don't have to go anywhere. The post office can come pick up the packages. They can deliver the product. Mm -hmm. uh, FedEx, UPS, everything is right here on our property. And they come take it. So, so we commute. I don't know. How far is it to that building? 50 yards. Yeah, 50 yards to our building. And we have multiple buildings that have... We have multiple buildings that are full of either rough sawn lumber that we've we've we, we cut the trees down we saw the lumber yeah. and then we use the rough, rough sawn lumber to then put into our military memorabilia so we've got we've got multiple buildings with either lumber or paddles in various stages just it's taken over our entire property yeah our <laughs> farm yeah so we have a 160 acre farm and the outbuildings we've we transitioned from actual animal buildings to buildings that we use for Navy paddles. Mm -hmm. Wow, you know, from your from your basement to, to the garage, through the 168 acres, obviously a lot of growing pain, a lot of challenges and understanding everything you've been through has, if anything, has the pandemic uh, hold you back or was a springboard going to pivot somewhere else or any challenges you'd like to share from Navy Paddle? For us, um, the business was booming. booming and pandemic proof. Yes. Um, we, we send paddles around the world. And right now there's a lot of amazing people doing amazing things. That need recognition. And that's what we do. We make beautiful 
custom pieces that honor and recognize people's sacrifice and achievements. So we enjoy telling their story and appreciating the hard work of the men and women that are doing all these amazing things from, from fire departments to police departments to hospitals to the military of all branches. That's wonderful. Now, I, as a Navy man, I do have a paddle myself. I don't believe it was one of your product, but in Hawaii, uh, both the culture, you know, the culture for the, uh, you know, for the, for the state and as well as the Navy culture combined and paddles, one of those things that are like in between. Uh, but um, what's on the horizon? So you you brought this all the way up to now. Um, I love that you say pandemic proof because uh, that's truly the businesses that will thrive during these times. So good on you and, and congratulations for that. Uh, but where are you headed? Uh, you know, you got 160 acres, you have a lot of buildings growing up. What, what, where do you see this and envision this getting to in the future? So we, we have an exciting opportunity coming in March. Um, we have grown from a website that Melinda built to a website that a, we had a college student did an amazing website. We have a new website coming that will be a lot more user friendly and we'll be able to reach out and touch a lot more people and, and be able to better tell the stories of all the men and women that receive the paddles. So we'll be able to have those stories right on the website so we can appreciate the people that are receiving the paddles and tell those stories within the website. And we're very excited about that. So paddles are not just a Navy thing, not just a Hawaii thing. Um, teamwork thing. Yeah, they're, they're a symbol of teamwork. You row the boat together or you don't go in the right direction. You go in a circle if nobody's rowing together, correct? So it's, it's a symbol of teamwork. And so that corresponds across a lot of different sectors. We do paddles for um, car dealerships, for their, their salespeople. The person that sells the most cars that month gets the paddle, you know, and it's teamwork and it's decorated just for them. We do them for sales departments and in big corporations. You know, there's a lot of sales teams that they get awards if they meet certain criteria or sell them the most. Or um, we also do for nonprofit organizations, yes, a lot of fundraising. I was going to oh. say the um, the CrossFit and all the other. Oh, the extreme races, yeah, extreme races. golf tournaments. Yeah. Um, many of the obviously military, the White House, Joint Chiefs of Staff, Pentagon, we've done paddles for all of those guys. Yeah. And when we can send them around the world, that really is a, is a great way we can reach out and, and really help many people. Well, well, our military is deployed everywhere. So we send them to FPOs, APOs, DPOs. Our paddles go all over the place. And, and quite a few um, people in Australia buy our paddles and our wooden fins, which are super cool. We don't just do paddles. We have quite a few other products. So, All kinds of military memorabilia. And if you have something that you want specifically that from a different branch of service from the Air Force or Army or Coast Guard or Space Force, um, if you have something unique, we can create that. Uh, definitely. You know, you all have the creativity and the innovation juices just flowing, which is not just secluded to the Navy or the military. You branch out to nonprofits, to profits, to every organization, from car dealerships all around the world, everywhere. So I commend you all for what you are doing. But to be in this creative mindset and and to 
be a team uh, as one of the main purposes of the paddle also is let's talk about leadership because a lot of these great um, accolades come from a leadership mentality. So first I'd like to know uh, what professional development areas do you all work on to improve your capabilities as a leader? So we, we try and read books, we do seminars, um, we read the Bible. Uh, there's a lot of leadership in the Bible. Um, and obviously working together, we have to believe in each other we do. and we have to um, enjoy what we do. So, and who we do it with. Yeah. So we, we, we work together. We raise children together. We, we do a lot together, <laughs> but at the same, but at the same time, we're very much separate. It's, it sounds like a, an odd thing to say, but when we go to work, she's customer service and I'm production. And so we're thinking and doing different things. We may be in the same building together, but we're doing different things. And so we have to be able to work together at the same time as live together. And I think that's the, the best thing that we've created as a family is to be able to to have that opportunity for us. And our kids, they, they, when they get home from school, do you need any help in Navy paddles today, mom? And we get them helping. They, they start wrapping paddles and making the shipping boxes, you know, do the best they can. So, but I really enjoy going to different conferences, primarily where the subject matter of the conference is leadership and entrepreneurship, because you can learn so much from other entrepreneurs um, and, and their story and, and their struggles in business. Like, who did you use to get a new website built? Who, did, who do you use you know, for marketing? How did you find this great employee? All those questions, there's not really a handbook on how to run a business. So I, I love, and I think you enjoy too, meeting other entrepreneurs that are excited to grow, excited to try new things, hear the latest technology and how that's gonna benefit their company. And you just get so many great ideas bouncing off other people that are in the same, same boat as you. Same you know, space, you, yeah. You make, your, you make your own world, you make your own business, you make your own success. And if you don't do it, then you fall really hard. So, so you're motivated to do it well, otherwise you're gonna crash and burn pretty quickly. And, and I think, LinkedIn is another great opportunity for entrepreneurs and leadership styles. You can be a leader, but there's really two types of leaders you have to, you have to be. You're either that leader like, like George Patton, yeah. <laughs> who, who specifically, you know, he had the quote, lead me, follow me, or get, out, get the hell out of my way. You know, so he was one of those guys that everyone looked up to, and he was out charging, there pushing, charging forward, but yeah. then in these days, you got servant leaders that we really need to focus on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Trump was one of those George Patton's and, and his style didn't necessarily help in, in certain ways. There's so many people that have to lead by building everyone up around you. If your whole team is growing and exceeding and getting better, then you're all going to move forward so much more quickly. So that's, that's what we try to, to get a balance of he yeah he's he's the main idea person. main idea he likes to he's great at hey let's let's go jump over there let's go fly to the moon that way and then i'm like well what steps do we have to take 
What timeline do we need? <laughs> How, what tools are we going to have to get? Who do we need to talk to to get this going? So in that way, we work very well together. But we also have great employees and we let build them, them, yeah, build we them, let them brainstorm with us. And they have some really great ideas too. And I think a lot of times you have to utilize your staff because he and I only have so many experiences, so much knowledge base, but everyone has something to contribute. And we have a lot of young, young college and young 20 somethings and man, they are so darn smart when it comes to technology and, oh, did you try this new app? We can edit pictures better. So it looks better on the website. I would have never known to do that. You know, just little things. They, they contribute so much to our company and we love them for it. Absolutely. So it sounds like not only have you built a great team among yourself, but you're getting the youngins participating and helping. And you, as you mentioned, the youth that are surround us are so innovative and up to speed on technology to blow your mind. So for those young people that are coming up the ranks, trying to make a, a, a position for themselves in terms of leadership, what would you advise emerging leaders coming up today uh, of maybe something that you was given advice on and it actually worked? Um, lead by example. That's the first and foremost. And, and servant leadership, if you can learn that, how, how to build people up. Uh, yes, you need your George Patton's, but being that servant leader and leading by example is, is the first basic steps that, that you need. And I, I think there's a good quote, uh, Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people will perish. And so if, if you don't have people that can give you vision and people that can think about that vision, um, we're never going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, a business, a business is filling a need. If there was not a need for our products, obviously we would have no business. So if you have a certain skill or ability, you find a need that utilizes that and then you fill that need. And now you are needed. Your yeah. business, your resources, your products, your, your talents, they're, they're in demand because you found a need and you were able to utilize what you had to fill a need. It's about helping other people. It's about providing something for somebody else. And that's what business is. It's really supposed to be helping others with some, something, some product, some something. Yep. Whether it's food or a physical product, the, the need has to be there. Otherwise, you won't have a customer. You know, what you share, it's lead by examples, great advice, and just different type of leadership styles, uh, definitely to engage and energize your, your, um, your team which I hear, and that's, and I hear also that you allow the different bandwidth of thought, you know, the diversity of thought come to play into making decisions, which is great to hear from, from the leaders. But at times there's challenges, um, like the bandwidth of the internet, you know, it just dies out on us. But here's the bandwidth of thought of, of diversity. But you share that early on that you go to conferences to learn and grow from and you hear about different challenges, but share with the audience, you know, what challenges you have faced and or currently facing then what you've done to achieve uh, results from them. Early on, um, I would say 2012 to 2000, um, 
16, our internet, like you just said, we're in a rural area. And so we only had 2.5 meg speed on our computers. So our cell phones actually worked better than our internet did. Mm-hmm. So knowing this, I had to figure out how can we get some different bandwidth? Because we do graphics. So yeah. Uploading graphics, oh, would take just forever. You just, you, you click upload, then you walk away for 30 minutes and come back and hope it didn't time out or something. It was just horrible. And then there's, there was technology where like a satellite, there's, there was satellite internet, but it was so expensive. And the same way with cell phones, if you're using the data, it can get very expensive really quickly. So we were having cell phone bills sometimes close to $1,000 just because we needed to do our business. But I had, obviously, being in Iraq, being remote, and being a maintenance officer at Special Boat Team 12, I had an island, San Clemente Island, off the coast of California. We had very good internet out there in California. We had very good internet outside outside the um, the bases in Iraq. So how are we getting that internet back and forth? Because there was no hardwire. We had internet bridges. And people in the civilian world didn't know about those internet bridges. And it's just been a technology that's now starting to really come into play because infrastructure needs to move so quickly. And to be able to put all that onto hardwires isn't happening anymore. So these internet bridges were a huge opportunity for us. But back in 2016, nobody knew about them in the general public. Or especially here where we are. Yeah, so fighting through the bureaucracy of the the cable companies and internet companies to allow us to be able to use that internet, now we've got 200 meg service. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not letting things stop you have to keep continuing forward and think out of the box and think out of the box and and our modem is two miles away to the north but our business is right here and we've got great internet service now through the air yeah <laughs> which sometimes poses a problem when the snowplow comes through two miles away and knocks over our antenna and now we're down so <laughs> god bless the winter once again it's amazing what the exposure to military service and all the things that we get to see before, you know, the general population, how that comes to play, even in business, right? So I'm, I'm glad you had that uh, SBT uh, exposure. I was with SBT in Hawaii. Uh, so I, I know that, uh, that that company of folks always has the best that, that you can get, right? Uh, so, so good on you and good, good on uh, bringing that to your business and, and to the area. Uh, so we, that was a change, right? That was a change for you going from that much speed to no speed and trying to get it all up and running. So, you know, with change that calls for a lot of strategy, uh, some people deal with things differently. Uh, but what are some strategies that you use to deal with change? Acceptance is the first thing. Yeah. And you're you're much better about that than I am. I, I like knowing how to do it, making sure I have the routine down. Um, 
So when something changes now, in my mind, it's bigger than what it really is because I have to figure out how to redo all the, the routines and the processes around this new change. Whereas you're more visionary and you say, oh, great. Yeah, let's try that. That sounds great. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. That's a very many. And, and I'll, I'll say this is probably a negative for the younger generation is they're so instant gratification on so many things that acceptance of the situation at the time and realizing it's your opportunity to, to get back up or to be able to rethink how you're doing it failure. and making it better. Yeah. Failure these days is sometimes hard for the younger generation. When it could be a chance to refocus, relook at how you do things Correct. and open your mind and your heart to, to investigating some way that might be so much better than what you ever were doing before, but you would never have known about it unless the way you were doing things crashed and burned and you had to find an alternative. So yeah, great. That, that's why his favorite book is Who Moved My Cheese? I don't know if you know that book. It was written quite a while ago and it's so basic and simple, but man, it has a lot of truths about life and, and about not holding so tightly to how things are now and what you know now, being open to exploring something new that comes your way. You know, you started out with reading as a personal professional development and you end with a strategy about professional <laughs> development, about reading. And, and that's very true. So you, you take it to heart and you understand the acceptance component and definitely instant gratification is some things our younger generations thrive on. But sometimes we have to take the pause, you know, just blast in the environment and the time and just, you know, let it marinate so we can understand and learn from our failures to make it success. And you all shared a lot of successes, a lot of uh, advice and challenges and strategies. So thank you for that. And for folks that are listening in, how do they get a hold of you or uh, Navy Paddles? So you can find us on our website, navypaddles.com. Or our handle is at Navy Paddles, and we're on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. We're pretty much everywhere. At Navy Paddles is our handle. Outstanding. Well, let me tell you that we really appreciate you being with us today and, you know, taking the time out to speak to us not only about your background and service, yeah, but the company that you have uh, so well put together. Uh, both of you and, and for your staff, uh, being able to progress through this whole pandemic uh, and continue to provide a way for leaders to show their appreciation to people for their achievements and all the things they, they've been doing well. So thank you for that. Uh, we'll make sure to have that information to contact you as part of the video and the show notes. And folks, if you would like to get a hold of us at the Leadership Void podcast, our email is theleadershipvoid uh, at gmail.com. And you can send us requests for future guests, topics that you would like for us to cover and explain. Uh, or if you'd like to sponsor us or send us something to wear. Now we have our nice, the Leadership Void t uh, shirts on and polos. Uh, but we would love to support your company and things that you're doing in your space on our show. And this is a simple way of doing that. So uh, please reach out to us. 
Yes, and absolutely. I just want to thank Kyle and Mel for being here. And folks that are listening in, know that if you're married, you can run a business together. So this two-headed snake is doing it right here. From their back of the house, and now they're all 168 acres away. So they're moving in great things. So thank you for both for being here. Um, as you all know, also, we are trying to reach our 100 subscription number or goal. We are at 93 currently. We have seven more to go. So please subscribe because you enter into a drawing to win one great book. Uh, speaking of reading, from the Prairie to the Pentagon from uh, our season one guest. So we're looking forward to that. And lastly, on first and the 15th of every month at 1900, seven o'clock, we do a live broadcast, which is called Radio Check. We're just there to check in on our brothers and sisters in arms, see how they're doing as a space just to be safe and to listen, see what you have to ask, any requests, and we love to also give back. So that's our time for you, please, on the 1st and the 15th. And for next week, we're going to Las Vegas, the metropolitan area of Vegas and Nevada. So we're going to sit down with another dynamic leader and hear what they have to say. But for today, we have the two-headed snake. We have Kyle and Mel that joined us from Navy Paddle. We thank you for your time and much success in your future endeavors. Thank you so much, both of you, Enrique and Vince. It was a pleasure. Yes, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.